Space Admiral Campbell. What? Wake up. What? Wake up. What? What's happening? You've been in cryo sleep for 600 years. Oh, God. You went to sleep in the Milky Way galaxy. You are here in the Andromeda galaxy. Oh, oh wow. Oh, oh, this is amazing. What's it like? Uh, it's kind of boring. Wait, the entire galaxy is boring? Yeah, it's not, there's not a ton to do. Well, what about the civilizations and all of the, the people I share my ship with? Uh, they were kind of better 600 years ago. 600? Wait, but the technology has improved for sure. It's been 600 years. Uh, we're kind of at the same level. What's wrong with your face? Your, your, your lips are moving, but your eyes and your forehead, nothing else is moving. Yeah, that's how we talk now. Just our mouths animate. <laughs> Am I talking that way too? Oh my God. Oh my God, I'm talking that way too. No! We explore the galaxy of Mass Effect Andromeda this week on How Did This Get Played? Welcome to How Did This Get Played, the show where we discuss the worst and weirdest video games of all time. I'm Nick Weiger alongside Heather Ann Campbell. Hi, I'm Heather Ann Campbell, and on my left is our producer, Matt Apodaca. It's your boy. (laughs) It's our boy indeed. This week's game... (laughs) Guys, this week's game, and, and I'm trying to figure out how to put this... It made me feel like I should quit my job. And I don't mean I don't mean this podcast. Okay. I mean my my job that I do my for like my normal job. Say more. My like like here's what it is. This game is so like there's there's a lot to this game. Yeah. It's like 70 hours. And yeah. I did I came nowhere close to completing it. Right. And it's like how how can you? I, I don't. I feel ill prepared to ev- to give this a proper evaluation. We definitely. I mean, I know. I know we've we've de- we've delved into it at different depths, but it's there's a lot to this one. It's t- it's tough to figure out how to play these meaty games, and I'm just like, I think I need just like a full day. T- I, I need like open weeks to be able to play these games. I thought you were going to say that you wanted to quit your job because the um, meaninglessness of the side quests in mm. this game <laughs> helped redefine the tasks you do at work in right. a new light. And then you were like, what is any of this other than meaningless side quests and perhaps that you were having like a full existential crisis? And what I should really do is go into cryo sleep for 600 years, <laughs> hopefully wake up in a better galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, this week's game, speaking of which, is Mass Effect Andromeda. It's the fourth entry in the Mass Effect series. It was released in 2017 for Xbox One, PS4, and PC, and takes place roughly six centuries, as I mentioned, after the events of the original Mass Effect trilogy, plagued by technical glitches at time of release and polarizing departures from the previous entries in the franchise. And to help us discuss this game, he's a writer for the Emmy-nominated Game of Thrones and one of the hosts of the podcast, Two Old Queens, Mark Rennie. Hi, Mark. Hello. We were Emmy-nominated. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Mark. Hi. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm so sorry for bringing up this game. This was my suggestion. Oh, nothing. You have nothing um, to apologize people for. People love it, though. Well, there are people who no, love mixed. There are people who love Mass Effect Andromeda. There are other people who are disappointed by it. 
let's start here. RPGs, one of my favorite genres. This is, you know, this is kind of a, a cover shooter, but it is kind of that RPG. Open world. Open world yeah. sort of thing. And it's very story driven. A lot of cutscenes, a lot of cinematics, branching dialogue paths. Oof. I mean, that's the, that's stuff that I normally eat up. That's the meat of it. Right. Yeah. And it, it, is this is is this a genre you like? Mark? I do. I love like the Red Dead. Like this Mass Effect Andromeda points out like how good good ones are because like <laughs> Red Dead Redemption. You're like, oh, Red Dead Redemption is like amazing genius compared to this because right. Red Dead Redemption characters have personalities yeah. and are say interesting things and feel emotions. And that's and that's saying a lot considering that one of the big complaints about Red Dead Redemption was how meticulous you have to like interact with a book in oh, order right. to like choose what your hat's going to be. <laughs> right. Like if if that's good compared to this then you're you're saying this game sucks. <laughs> I do think because this is like a this was a slow burn for me. That mm. realizing that I was so excited for this game. It's the only game I've ever pre-ordered. Wow! Because I played Crazy. Mass Effect two and three. <laughs> yes, couldn't tell you what happened in them, but I had a good time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you played them to completion. You finished them. I did. Yeah. I played Mass Effect Andromeda to completion two years ago when wow. it first came out. Holy shit! I know. I had just gone through a breakup, so I had some oh. time on my hands. Um, yeah, but it is one of the. At first, I was like, I was so excited about it. Oh, you're going be on a space. I love any time in a video game you can walk around a spaceship and mm -hmm. doors open automatically. Right. Yep. Those simple things are very pleasing to me. But then you realize how th there is so much depth, but it is also shallow. <laughs> I would like to point out that your your number one thing you like about ships does not take place in this game. You have to interact with every door Ugh. to get And anywhere. that goddamn tram. Then why oh, would yeah. you put a train on a ship? Just so they can load the other part of the ship. Whereas why can't everyone just be in a room in a line like a murderer's row. You talk to this person. You talk to that person. Leave me out of it. Like, also, I'm trying to save the human race. You're giving me all this middleman bullshit. I find it hard to believe that in 600 years from the end of Mass Effect, so yes. it's 2800, right? Yes. So tw in 2800 that you will physically go to another person's location in order to talk right. to them is ridiculous. When well, we you don't even do it now. You were in cryosleep for 634 years, right? Or however long it was. Yeah. So that your technology is frozen in the 2100s. Right, but in the 2100s, you would already be like, like, oh, we're gonna, we're gonna... Give me the new stuff. Yeah, yeah. like send gonna, a text. Yeah, we'll just brain Skype. Look, I just <laughs> I just don't like hearing so much negativity about trams in here. <laughs> I'm a train defender. <laughs> I mean, don't get me. I love a tram. I love yes. a monorail, but maybe not a video game when nothing yeah, no. happens on the tram. It's yeah. not like the deep run tram where it's like, oh, this is a thing that actually I understand why this needs to span this stretch. This is just a thing to cover a load screen. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so wait, but let's talk about the let's let's talk about the Mass Effect previous entries, which you. You really, you you very much enjoyed. I know you said you, you don't have some specific memories of them, <laughs> but I remember like the actual like the you would have you're on the ship and you have your crew and mm -hmm. essentially like whenever you go up you have a relationship with each member of the crew, right? Mm -hmm. And then like they would give you a task relevant to like their backstory. Like I'm having problems with my family. We're being extorted by a evil pizza parlor, but sci-fi <laughs> version of that. Sure. So you would just like help a, a space pizza parlor, a space pizza parlor, pizza planet, as it were. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> but like those stories were like interesting and like the characters had personality and fun. Yes. And mm-hmm. so th- I remember and like the combat was fun and exciting in the original ones. A space pizza parlor would be interesting because how do you do the tossing the pie in the air uh, trick in zero gravity? It's <laughs> a whole nother layer of it difficulty. It does it for you. Maybe we should ask Pizza the Hut. <laughs> <laughs> he ate himself. Is that what happened? Yeah, he ate himself to death. Fuck. I think pretty Blake, that bit is not worth the joke. Like that, that joke sucks. <laughs> the Pizza the Hut ate himself to death? Yeah, it's not good enough for it to exist, I think. I'm still laughing about it 30 years later, so I disagree. <laughs> Bring it up with Mr. Brooks. <laughs> I'll tell his old ass. Tell him. Oh, my God. He's always having brunch with Carl Reiner. Pretty easy to get. Uh, but so, okay, so, yeah, you can you can have uh, you can have relationships with everybody, and some of those turn a little, a little raunchy, yeah. Yeah, but these are all, like, it has this, I, it's, I don't know if anyone has ever read the Wheel of Time series. Okay. I'm very I patient. was thinking about doing it. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> if they're all, I, I gave it, I'm patient, I gave it 2,000 pages. I read wow. up to, like, four books wow. of it. And then I realized, all these characters, they're just emotionally inert, like, they're afraid to tell a girl they like her. Just grow up. Like, they're real problems. So it's the same kind of thing with the Mass Effect characters and that. They're all just so bland babies. I, mm. I relate I relate to those <laughs> kinds of issues, though. But you have passions in yeah, your life. Yeah, yeah. They don't in Wheel of Time. Uh-huh. I just, like, I'm tortured because I turn into a wolf. That's awesome! Wait, what? That's Wheel of Time. Oh. <laughs> now, can I ask a question? So, yes. in Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3, you design your character, you make choices, and those choices hold over from game to game, right? Yeah, there was like a good and evil kind of component. When you, because you said you started at 2, does yes. that, so do you just import somebody else's choices, or can you be like, I made a bunch of bad choices in the last game. <laughs> I don't think there was anything like that. I okay. think you just started from scratch. You just start from scratch. Yeah. So think- it, as if a guy made like even choices for the first game. <laughs> right. I'm pure neutral. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Lawful neutral. Is that what that is? Yeah. Lawful mm-hmm. neutral. There's lawful, there's true neutral as well. Yeah. And then there's chaotic neutral, which is... You. Unhit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so one thing about Mass, the Mass Effect games prior to this one, probably the most contentious issue in the series was the ending of Mass Effect 3. Did you, I, did, first off, do you even remember it? <laughs> I remember playing it and thinking it was perfectly fine. Right. And then I go on the internet and everyone was outraged for mm. some reason. Mm. Um, but I'm fine with a downer ending. So I don't know. It was fine with me. Oh, it's a downer ending? It's kind of basically you have a choice, but the choice is... Both not like not super consequential in terms of what like it, it like the 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 meme is that it just changes the, the color, color of, of the, the explosion. Right, yeah, right, that's right. that's all that really. But but also too, it kind of eradicates everything that Shepard, the main character, has done over the course of the trilogy. Oh, yeah. Well, it, wait. Then why? So one of the things that I read about this game is that they had to set it in Andromeda because they couldn't address the effects of the choices made by Shepard in the original trilogy. But if he blows up everything or whatever the fuck he does. Like, why not just set it in the Milky Way? Um, I don't know this in enough depth to really dig in. All right. But I just like, yeah. <laughs> we'll let it go. Yeah. Wasn't that kind of problem with the game? I was like, what's the impetus? Like, why are we so desperate to find new places to live? Like, I did, like, what was the drive? Like, had Earth been decimated? Had the yeah. Milky Way been like, I don't know. It just seemed like, well, we got to, we're looking for new places. It's not super clear. And it's just basically like they're trying to justify a time jump. Yeah. So it's, it's like, like it, it, it's like, we need to pass the baton to a new character. We need to move on from Shepard to writer. So we're going to advance this several centuries in the future so we don't have to connect it to 
any previous uh, characters. I will say that when when the time jump happened in the beginning of this game, I I did go, holy shit! It's a big choice. It's set, like because you start at twenty two or twenty one hundred or whatever, mm-hmm. and then it's like six hundred years later, and I <laughs> honestly wasn't expecting it. Yeah, <laughs> reminds me of a twist from Half a Life by V. S. Naipaul. Ah, ah, classic literature. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a one of one book I read this past day. <laughs> Only novel I actually read. Uh, but yeah, it's it's the same sort of thing. Like you turn you turn the chapter and it's like he stayed for eighteen years. Just like oh wow okay. And, that, and so yeah, you're just leading with it. It's, it is it is kind of cool. Uh, talking about Mass Effect Andromeda. So it was. Uh, it, it was put out by EA. It was a different studio than the Mass Effect uh, trilogy. So originally, the the fr- originals were done by uh, Bioware Edmonton. This one was given to Bioware Montreal. So it was a bunch of first timers digging into the franchise. Uh, meanwhile, Bioware Edmonton was working on Anthem, which was also not well received. A reported hundred million dollar budget. A critical disappointment, I'd say. Not quite a not quite a flop, but a disappointment. But a financial success. Shipped two million copies. Seventy two percent on Metacritic. For for the PS4 version and other games of 2017, the year it released, Breath of the Wild, Persona 5, <laughs> Cuphead, some great, great games. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was, a, it was quite a year. Super a Mario Odyssey, I think. Fucking great year for wow. games. Yeah. Uh, so the first thing you begin with Mass Effect Andromeda, because you can't, it, like, you're, it's not Shepard, it's a new character, is you get to create your character, uh-huh. which is a pretty in-depth level of creation. You really get to customize this. It's, it's, it's this guy, it's like create a player in NBA 2K. So imagine my disappointment when one of my crew members looked exactly like me. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so, I, like, That's I kind came, of impressive that I, you're able to achieve that. I came around a corner and like one of the characters had the the hair, the same haircut, just a different hair color, but looked almost identical. I'd screenshotted it because I was like, the fuck is this? Bitch <laughs> stole your look. <laughs> you guys went with dudes, right? No, the first time I did, I always want to play a hot guy. I try to make someone I'm attracted to. That's a dude. That is a dude. Right. Uh, but this time I did a lady, oh. and I just did random. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Nick? You- I made a dude. I tried to make me. I made Weiger Ryder, and oh. he was. It, it, this is the issue with creating me: is I can come. I look very. I just look like the default anyway to begin with. <laughs> you, don't to, you don't have to alter the RPG model much to be, get to Nick Weiger. Uh, but so yeah, I can I can all, I can get my haircut and my my beard and stuff. But there's all sorts of scars. What about acne scars? <laughs> Am I supposed to recreate my complexion? Yeah. They had freckles, man. They had freckles, they yeah, but it's freckles. not the same. A lazy eye. There you go. <laughs> I finished. I finished designing. I again was also trying to make me, and they don't have. Nobody has my haircut. Right. So I made like just kind of the messiest haircut that they had. But then when I got to scars, I was like, oh man. <laughs> I gave her a big scar on her face. I was like, this is me, but I have a story. She's got a past. I have, I have a past. Why is making a me, like a we me, so much more pleasing with the less options than like with more options? I, I find know. it overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you try to make it like realistic, I just, I, you, I, I guess it's, it's maybe an uncanny valley thing. Like yeah. you start to notice the differences with yourself, but if it's a cartoony version, it's just like, ah, oh, that's close enough. That's fun. And like mm-hmm. no cartoon, like no me is like offensive. Yes. Like, you know, <laughs> it's very easy to make like, a, oh, that's an actually very ugly person. Is right. that how you see yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I, it would be great if in, if in a game like this, if you give yourself a big scar on the face, then it just adds a bunch of dialogue options 
captions where people are like, hey man, what the fuck's up with your face? <laughs> what the fuck happened there? What, uh, it's also, I don't know if this is the case with the other Mass Effect games, but you design this character and then immediately put on a helmet. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like you, you spend the first, I don't know how long, in a helmet, unless your game glitches like mine did and oh, they just don't have helmets on in an area where like if the helmet comes off, they can't breathe. <laughs> just like Alien uh, Covenant. They do. No, Prometheus, sorry. Is that, what happened? There's a classic scene in Prometheus where they're on an alien planet and the science, there's like a weird egg looking thing and like the a scientist takes off his helmet. Oh. And they've been on this planet 30 minutes. Okay. Uh, you know where else they do that is in at the end of Outbreak because <laughs> Dustin, Ho- like they, they find the cure for the outbreak, whatever their Ebola, fictional Ebola equivalent is and Dustin Hoffman when he finds it out is like, okay, like I think his wife is sick and he decides that he's going to take off his helmet so he could be with his wife. And That's it's just nice. like, just keep your helmet on for a, like make sure she's Make sure the vaccine works. <laughs> yeah, when you're on a plane that's yeah. going down, you have to put the mask on yourself yeah, yeah. first before you tend to somebody else. Oh, I've got one. I've got one. It, th- this is a thing that happens in the abyss. I mean, mm, he gets all the way yeah. to the bottom of the ocean, and then he takes his helmet off and vomits up water for a while. <laughs> <laughs> we, what, can we get any more? I'm young, so I don't have a reference. Uh, <laughs> you don't watch things with helmets. No, no, no. Helmets I don't get. <laughs> One of the things that I think people glommed onto and memed at the time of release were the facial animation glitches mm. that were later patched out and fixed. Not, you know, they, they're better, but the if you watch some of the original videos of this game, and Mark, did you play it in its unpatched form? I suppose if you pre-ordered it. I did, yes. I had it pretty soon, and they were pretty uh, grotesque. Also, there is so <laughs> much. It's not like, oh, there's some facial animations in this yeah. game. This game is all facial yeah. animations. There's a lot of tight shots, like tight, you know, over-the-shoulder shots of of characters, um, and so you're seeing a lot of facial reactions, and then there's, there were periods in the dialogue when lips were flapping, but the rest of the face was just blank. Just like you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, it's a Nick Weiger school of acting. <laughs> Me no. trying to book a fucking Totino's commercial. <laughs> just like, mm, these things are tasty. <laughs> Less monstrous? Um, (laughs) Can you be a person? (laughs) Like a human being? (laughs) Nick, don't be hard on yourself. Believe in yourself. (laughs) You can do it. Look, you got a smile right now. Oh, thanks, Heather. You're welcome. You're smizing. I'm Oh, that's a that's a thing. When you smile with your eyes, you gotta smize. That's from America's Next Top Model, right? Absolutely. There you go. Know your legends. (laughs) I am. <laughs> Matt, when we get to today, today's uh, today's mailbag segment, can you say uh, Tyra Mail? Tyra Mail. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, and and another thing that plagued this the development of this game was it switched from the Unreal Engine to the Frostbite Engine, and I guess what that what that ended up with is they had a five year development cycle. A lot of it was spent trying to do this slash implement a lot of ambitious features that were cut, including a lot of procedural. Uh, procedural and uh, um, procedurally generated planets, kind of like a No Man's Sky sort of thing. Jason Schreier and Kotaku wrote extensively about its development. There's an article uh, about it that we can link to. There uh, are, but they, they crammed the bulk of the development into the final year, and that's that's part of the reason it feels. There are a lot of a parallels uh, between the development of this and Final Fantasy 15. Mm. Like the whole like we're switching engines, we have to invent all of our animation from the ground up. Right. Uh, we're doing our first ever open world game. We want the landscape to be generated procedurally. Uh, I feel like both of the games had a mixed reception as a result of those very, very specific choices. Like, sure. 
the the thing that this game got right that Final Fantasy didn't in its first iteration was the fucking car is super fun to drive mm. in this. The yes. moon buggy that jumps for no reason. Jumps for all the reasons. But it never like plays into anything. It's never like has any. You never need to, to do it. It's fun. I guess it is fun, but I was like, this game is like so serious and dour. And then like, we're getting into the moon vehicle. Then you get into it and it can jump. <laughs> Why is it jumping? <laughs> what, who is this? Is this for toddlers now? <laughs> is it called the Nomad? Was that the name of the car? Yeah. I think, I think that's the, that's the car is the Nomad and the ship is the Tempest, I yeah. believe. And then the Nexus is the ship that's way up in the sky? Yeah, that's the, or wait, is that the Ark? The, or no, the Ark isn't the Nexus. The right. Nexus is the other thing. So the ne- there's the Nexus, the Tempest, the Nomad. Are you like, proceed, like, that's right. your And they couldn't slap small. a cannon on the car like these levels would have the game would have been so much easier you just drive up to these enemy camps and blow everyone that's away that's a real fucking fair point <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I try to run over people as, as often as I could like, let's try to Grand get, Theft Auto it yeah I gotta get this game over with <laughs> I have to reconnect this I have to talk to a reporter back on the Nexus <laughs> <laughs> so the so the main character writer uh, by default either Scott or Sarah is a twin. So you have it. You you choose whether you want to be male or female. And the other character, the your other twin, will be in a coma for the first chunk of the game inside one of the frozen the the. Uh, cryogenic pods with which you're transported to this new ga- galaxy, the end, the titular Andromeda galaxy. And he's, and so you've got this main character, uh, the, these, these, uh, these twins, these, what's the word I'm looking for? Not identical. What's the other one? Fraternal. 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 Yeah, these fraternal twins. And then their dad is the pathfinder, <laughs> which is another term that you just hear over and over again in this game. Yeah. You say, they say pathfinder a ton. Yeah. You can choose to say it a ton too. You, you can, can like yeah. choose the option where it's like, I'm the pathfinder. Finder. Or I'm not ready to be a pathfinder. <laughs> Do you want to go logical or emotional? <laughs> but then like he could just bequeath. Yes. You could be, I'm going to, he just, it's like a royalty thing. Like, yeah. I could just decide who's the next pathfinder. Yeah. So, so what happened? So go ahead. There was a character who was real pissed off that that happened. I didn't remember anybody's names or the names of any of the species. They're all I like Barracks and yeah. Yeah. Margo. Yeah. <laughs> was Margo. Well, there, there is a Liam. <laughs> I think Lee, the names are procedurally Lee, generated. A Liam. Yeah. There was a Liam in mind. If that's oh, not. Oh, yes, there is. Oh, yeah, That's yeah. really funny that, like, in the year 2800, there's going to be a Liam. Liam survivors. <laughs> like, of all the names. But there was, like, Yeah, some... here's Cora, Nackmore, and Todd. <laughs> <laughs> what was the name of that guy on Quest 64? Brian. 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 <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Fucking Brian. Uh, but, like, there's somebody who comments on that. She's like, I didn't know this was a, this is a fucking monarchy. You just get to yeah. become the fucking... Pathfinder? It kind of upsets me because dad sacrificed himself and makes your character. I was playing By giving a, her his helmet. Yeah, and is like is like now you're the Pathfinder because dad has his helmet on. Your helmet's broken. The the glass is broken. Dad takes his helmet off, gives it to you, the player character. So we're kind of just establishing the player character as a fail son, like because like because like the dad has accomplished everything, and yeah. the son is just on the crew. And then when he's elevated, yeah. everyone's like, "Wait a minute, there's this more qualified person who deserves it." Yeah. But the dad just like designates his heir. You're basically playing Donald Trump Jr. Yeah. <laughs> like, and you do go hunt wild beasts. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you pose with them on Instagram. Yeah. Man, it would have been a really compelling game if it if if you'd watched your kid if you start 
as the kid, I guess that's The Last of Us. You start as the kid. Which is a compelling game. It's great. Yeah. And, then, and then the father watches it, the kid die. Yeah. And then you become this like distraught father. It would be an awesome start to this game. Right. You're finding a future for humanity, but like what future is there for At you? At what cost? At what cost? Yeah. <laughs> like it's a, a Star Trek 2 is, uh, is. Wrath of Khan. He watches his son die, right? And Kirk Khan. does, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's compelling. Why didn't they go with that shit? I think they were afraid to, to make any choice. That's fair. <laughs> I, felt like, I felt like the whole thing was written by algorithms. Like, yeah. there was right. too much dialogue. There was too much story there's, in this. There's a ton, and, you know, I, I, I didn't get as far, like, you know, I didn't get far into this game. I would have loved to have to have finished this game like you did more. Well, I would have loved to it for the purposes of this I, podcast, <laughs> but not, not for my own, my own joy. But it is, like, just kind of oddly... For a game that's set in space, it's oddly just boring. Yeah. It's, it's so just kind of, boring. There's not a lot happening. You'll have gunfights, and then you spend 30 minutes running errands, and yeah. then you go back to another quick gunfight, and then it's more errands just running around, taking trams. There's a there's a point early on in the game, which I think typifies the design, where you're like in a locker room, and you're like about to go on a mission, and you walk around and interact with everyone, and one of the things is... Uh, uh, a water cooler and it's like interact with the water cooler and you press yes and it's like I shouldn't I might have to go pee and so like <laughs> the option why even include <laughs> the option to interact yeah. with a thing that you are unable to interact with like that's what it felt like like all of these meaningless choices let me drink some water and then let me go to a toilet Duke Nukem style and piss and say oh yeah that feels good (laughs) or what if you had to stop during the middle of a gunfight and piss your pants that would be fun I have a I have a guilty admission though here to uh, admit a guilty Hmm. uh, which is I hated like initially the game completely hated it sure uh, and then once we got rolling on EOS, right? The desert planet? Yeah. And you're like fucking like going and like investigating all this little gibberish and like putting together a little mystery and then like clearing radiation se- right. like sec- segments on the planet. Yeah. I felt a sense of progression that I really there is. it's super satisfying. It starts off very very slow, which I think is the, is a big issue with this game and especially with video games. If a video game starts off in the first little chunk is the first 10% is not fun. It's just like, "Oh boy, I'm right. just so checked out." But it, it does like get more interesting as you go. Right. But then unfortunately you do that same progression on right. three other planets for right. sure. And then you even go in like you go to these like alien machines that are going to like uh, replenish the atmosphere. You mean the the, re- the remnants, remnants? Yes, who apparently built these things but then don't want people to use them. I don't understand the thinking behind the remnants. I can I I don't mean to digress but if if you're going to write a science fiction story and you're going to include like you can write anything. That's the whole yeah. hook of science fiction <laughs> is, it mm-hmm. could be anything. Right. And nobody in the room was like, "Hey, this is the plot of Total Recall." <laughs> sure. Like this is the desi- it's almost the same design of the underground yeah. area. It's the same like way that you you set the machine off and then you go out and it's all blue skies. Right. And nobody in the room was like, why don't we do a different thing? Like, mm. that's very frustrating. You should, ne- a science fiction story should never remind you of another science fiction story. Right? 
Absolutely. Is that too much? Am I saying too much? I mean, unless, I you're, shut unless up. you're talking about space balls. You look so bored. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was just amazed you went out on a limb with a Star Trek thing fact you were uncertain about. If there's any fan base that... <laughs> what, Star Trek? Unrath- when you're talking about Wrath of Khan a little bit back. Oh, yeah, no. What, so, wow, are you... You're still back there? Did I make a bad point back there? No, I went too far back. I'm sorry. We'll cut this. Uh, but... <laughs> I feel like Star Trek has one of the gentler fan bases. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I do want to point out, though, that Devin did tell me that uh, it was Star Trek 3, uh, not it's, Star Trek 2. Yeah, that's what I was afraid three of. 3 yeah. is oh. when he, his son dies? When his son dies, yeah. 3? But 2 is Wrath of Khan. 3 is the, the search Khan for moment. Spock. Yeah. Wait, his son... So his son gets shot in the head or something. Is that what happens, Devin? By the Cleons, know. right? Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. I re- okay, I remember now. Yeah. So Devin's the only sh- real nerd in here. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, We're all wearing sunglasses. I was, I was kind of startled <laughs> that the that the the whole plot on the first planet is Total Recall. It's even like a Mars-ish planet. Sure. Yeah, it's the same fucking thing. It's par- I mean, it's got to be partly homage, right? Is that what you call that? There were no three-breasted hookers. Yeah. yeah that would have been pretty cool. That would have been very oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, maybe thrown, you can do anything in sci-fi. Yeah. How about four-breasted? <laughs> <laughs> Better yet, five. Matt, I like the way you think. <laughs> get get me in a writer's room. <laughs> Where would the fifth one be? Is it? Is it? On the back. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Immediately, you're like, the back. The back. So, I can, so I can see it from the back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should be like a helix that goes from the front to the back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> this poor woman. She has back and double chest pain. <laughs> okay, three on the back, two in the front. <laughs> three on the back, two in the front. Cla- like the Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys romance any of these uh, any of the NPCs any of the, or any of the characters that are in your party? I did the first time. I did have a gay romance, but it was also like tame. It was just all like sexual liberation has gone nowhere. It's like regress. Like I assume there are no STDs in the future. I assume we have total control over birth control. I assume like uh, penises are automatically lubed. It's like why are we so chaste? Nanobots swarm your penis, lubricate it, and provide the condom all in like a flash. Very sensually. There is that scene, you know, when when your dad, when uh, 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 Alec Ryder transfers the Sam, transfers the uh, uh, the nanobots AI. to you, yeah, and then he tells you that your dick will auto lube now. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Thanks. <laughs> and if you're gender swapped, they did not change it, which is <laughs> interesting. Uh, I guess that was the dad talking. But it's all like very. It all feels like it's like a, like you'll start. They'll have like a hookup scene, yes. the, but then the camera like tastefully pans away it's yeah. very it's and you very, maybe see a butt or something it's yeah. very like like 80s tv movie sort of way of handling a love the witcher scene. 3 was similar in mm. that regard i tried to romance the blue the blue scientist nerd alien the girl pb 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 <laughs> you, can have, you can you can hook up with pb <laughs> yeah yeah i tried that was my pet i didn't get that far in the game to to fuck PB. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't fuck. It PB. takes a while. Uh, but I. Uh, but you know, she she comes in and she gets right on top of you. So I was like, well, this is the one for me. You got to be receptive. <laughs> you get to fuck PB in zero G. Oh, yeah. did you do it? Yeah, but it's not. Uh, <laughs> it's not very. I mean, like it's the same sort of thing. It sort of pans away from the. It, it fucking closes the escape pod and then pan and then it's just pulling back. So know? there was no pants effect. No. Yeah. 
I mean, it would be great if it was like one of those scenes that you're just slowly pulling back from the closed door of an escape pod and then just like smash cut to just full penetration. <laughs> I mean, wait a minute. Like, it's so weird that these games are like so violent and like yeah, heads explode, right. but they like, they're, when it comes to even like ra- rated R sex, they're so like, oh no, too timid. I wonder if there'd be more, there probably would be more outrage over that. That's, that's the problem with society, man. Absolutely. Yes. That's the society problem. It's true. This is a critique of America. I do feel that's like. the only thing wrong. Like a fucking Montreal <laughs> game would have been a little bit more sexually progressive. Like, like if it's a French game, you'd expect to see like nipples and shit, right? I, what about yeah. polyamory? You can't be with an alien and another human or... There you go. Wow. What is the, like... Fu- the How about jacking off? You can't jack <laughs> off. Yeah. <laughs> Sam, I need some you're, private time in the escape pod. Your dialogue tree is, is like, have sex with the girl or jack <laughs> And one is, like, the symbol for, like, logical choice. Yes. And the other is emotional yeah. choice. <laughs> Wait, Jackoff is logical? <laughs> mm, all right. It's practical. Yeah, less risky. I find it hard to believe that you'd meet... my One of my problems with, like, the Star Trek, Star... I mean, Star Wars less so, but Star Trek genre is that you meet these aliens who look so human. Right, sure. They just have they different look, foreheads. Right, they have, they're very people-looking. So, on one hand, I'd be like, there's no way you can have sex with that because you, you, can't, have, you can't fuck an octopus. Galaxy Quest did. What? When they get when oh, they're yeah. at not the aliens are not in their like uh, humanoid form, they mm-hmm. are like weird tentacly, and then one of them hooks up with the with Tony Shalhoub. With Tony Shalhoub. I guess that happens in um. There's some Netflix but it's CG played for laughs thing where you fuck a spider. <laughs> l- l- yeah, I mean, let me. <laughs> Here's what I'd say. No, a sci-fi spider. Thing. Oh, is it that Love and Robots there thing? There it is. Yeah. Thanks, Alpanaka. I haven't seen it. But... Oh, well, you fuck a spider in it. <laughs> hey, I'm going to watch it I love mature today. content like that. <laughs> yeah. It's things that are mature. <laughs> Stuff for adults. Enough for adults. <laughs> Send the kids home. Daddy's yeah. watching this one. This is mature. <laughs> That's like a spoiler. Moby. I should probably spoiler that. Spoiler. You Can we cut in just... And, and in this thing, spoiler, you fuck a spider. Is that enough? I don't know if anyone's going to be precious about that spoiler. <laughs> no one's what? like, what, what are you talking about? Which well, series? It's the, called Love, Love and, and Robots. Robot. Love, oh, okay. Death and Robots. Oh, Love, Love Death, and, and there's, Robots. There's a different yeah. thing. Love and Robots is like a th- is something Love, else. Love, Death, and Robots. Yeah, yeah I haven't I seen don't that. Fu- it's like Black Mirror, but CG. I don't know. It's weird about spoiling anything on Netflix because they just like they put it all out day right. one. Yeah. It's right, like right, right. I feel like it's it's instantly all self-spoiled. Can I say a complaint? Yes, uh so y- there's all this dialogue in the game, right? Yes. Um and one of the things that I realized about why it was upsetting to me is that it takes place with just room tone under it. Like <laughs> yeah. in Final Fantasy <laughs> games, you're like there's like a chirpy little theme playing <laughs> yeah. and you're like interacting with some like lizard-faced creature. <laughs> sure. And like at the very least it feels like it has a mood in this it's just like so what you're saying to me is we need to go into the nexus and make a decision right away okay <laughs> let's do it I'll make that choice just <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it is very de- it, like it's like, not that a lot of really ambiance that was really good oh, okay, there was like there were, one of the things I that's always bother that's what I bring as a performer <laughs> room tone yeah <laughs> you're like the room tone actor I loved you as the enterprise <laughs> 
there's a thing like there were like so many dialogue choices like yeah just do the quick one like there's one like someone asked your character do you want to make a speech and I chose no let's go yeah. but then it actually says no time for speeches let's see what we can find no I said no let's go yeah. <laughs> like, why is the, I said be curt <laughs> why is it longer right there's a there's a you know because there's an abrupt sort of summation of what your character is going to say but the, what he actually says is a little bit more elaborate a little bit more drawn out Man, um, there are also times in the dialogue tree bullshit where it's like ask its name ask their name or uh that was a cool entrance or whatever like like something like that like compliment their entrance right. or ask their name and i choose oh that's a cool entrance and you go that's a cool entrance and the guy's like larry that's my name and like immediately <laughs> as if yeah, yeah. he's I, I, mm. are you talking about that scene there's that that scene which was that stood out to me this time where like a monster is like thrown through like a plate glass window yeah. and then like the guy who kills him like jumps through and like it's like a fairly cool entrance if yeah. you saw it but like everyone's reaction to it is like huh nice moves yeah. <laughs> like just nothing do they yeah. feel anything yeah. are they all on Xanax <laughs> like as someone who is themselves can be emotionally inert I don't need that in my game <laughs> I need some passion I need some like oh, a man. take do you know what would be an awesome game is a game where you start thinking you're like six 600 year jump, right? And then you wake up and you're deal you're talking with all these people and all of it's like kind of like semi-emotional and then somebody in the game is like, "Guys, our emotions haven't woken up yet from the from the <laughs> jump." And all of us are about to become extremely aggressive and emotional because we're going to be flooded with all these like mixed up emotions with thetans. Yeah. And then <laughs> and then the second half of the game is like really operatic. Would be really cool. That'd be really amazing. Fun. I mean, that would inquire require the makers to make choices. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting choices. If you're interested in more of my game design ideas, then just contact my manager at Brillstein Entertainment. <laughs> no price is too small for me to say yes. Yeah. Can we talk about the cat a little bit? The yeah. bad guys? Yeah. These, these giant bone covered, I, I guess, it's not like an exoskeleton. It's like, it's like just bone on the outside, right? It, well, I guess that's what an exoskeleton is. A lot of the bone in this game moves like flesh. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they'll like it'll be like oh this person has an exoskeleton and then their lips will be made out of bone yeah. and they'll pucker right they'll pucker their bone lips maybe it's more like a sponge <laughs> or a hard foam <laughs> because or these coral. guys because oh, a lot of the a lot of the 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 cat look jacked cat. yeah they look and they look like they've been just like fucking you know put in and work at 24 hour fitness but then they've got like these bone like limbs it's yeah. very strange yeah the design is not really great because you also only fight like maybe three or four different kinds of enemies right. in of the cat. entire game yeah then even when you go into like the remnant temples you still fight the same three enemies no matter what planet you're on i played the game pre-patch so i didn't patch it to oh, see wow like, to see what was going to happen and i have a question which is did you so when you would interact with the ai for like battles like sometimes they would just stop fighting. Sure, they would just like stop fighting and just, just, just want to like give up. Stare. <laughs> you could just like walk <laughs> and execute them. And like the dog, like the little invisible dog, yeah, yeah, yeah. would just be in the corner, invisible. And just go up and shoot oh, no. <laughs> like, I think I saved clips of of that because I was like, nobody's gonna believe that shit kept happening. Right. Yeah. It's like if Mass Effect did Sounder. What? You know, Sounder, that children's novel where the kid has to shoot his, his beagle gets shot. What? You guys didn't read bleak stories where a beloved childhood pet is 
murder. I only read. I only know Old Yeller as far as animal execution stories. Uh, Sounder, uh, the the cute beagle dies at the end. Wow, pretty and rough. You got to gun him down in cold blood. No, I think like uh, your <laughs> uncle does. I don't think you do. Well, I, you, the main character, you doesn't. watch it. You watch it. Is it, it? Is it when you say children's book? Is it like? Velveteen Rabbit level and like up? Newberry Award winner, like 120 pages. Oh, probably. great! Okay, yeah. okay, so it's solid book. It's a real book that ends with like, and then Uncle <laughs> shot the dog. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like games where you have to shoot dogs, though. Mm-mm. Like even I love Resident Evil Four. Like I don't like shooting those zombie Dobermans. I feel bad. Mm. Mm-hmm. It never feels cathartic. It I, never feels cool. We were you were making me think of uh, Wolfenstein Two, the new Colossus. You have like your dad is like a piece of shit, and you have this flashback scene where he try he gets you. He tries to get you to execute the dog, and you can like you either do it or the dad will fucking do it, and it's just like so like. I get that you're trying to get me to hate the dog, but f- or not right. hate the dog. You're trying to get me to hate the dad. Well, that'd be weird. A weird choice. You're trying to get me to hate, hate my childhood dog. <laughs> your flashback to your dad teaching you a valuable lesson. Dogs are menaces. Uh, no, you're, they're trying to, it's trying to get you to hate your dad, but like. You, dad could just like not come to my baseball game or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You could get that this is a shitty dad without going to that extreme. Yeah. Have you ever gone to the website doesthedogdie.com? Oh, yeah, it's yeah. It's very good. They have all all the triggers, the bugs. Uh, there's things like that, just general bullying. Wait, what? It's just a movie like site where you enter in any right. movie or t- and it'll tell you like, are things on fire? Are people oh, rude? Yeah. Wow. Anything like creepy crawly, drowning, airplane crash. Oh, man. what? I wonder what movie hits the most. Like has the longest entry. <laughs> oh, that'd be interesting. Very Brady sequel. <laughs> <laughs> Alternatively, there is a, a Twitter account called Can You Pet the Dog? And it shows I've, you yeah, all the times you can pet the dog in That's a video game. That's what I like. That's good. That you, was my favorite part of that Uncharted game is uh-huh. when you can go up and pet the alpaca or is it a llama? Oh, yeah. Like when the when the action button becomes pet. Yeah, oh. it's great. You That's always great. want to pet the animal. Oh. Most glaring emission from Breath of the Wild. You can't pet nothing. Yeah, yeah you just look anything. at it. Keeps it from be, keeps it a nine point nine instead of a ten point <laughs> Well, Link himself wow. is so cute. You Link is I mean? very cute. Yeah. Why can't Why can't Link pet himself? <laughs> I mean, Jack. <laughs> Talk about his awakening. Yeah. So as you progress through the game, there's the you find this 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 enemy, the big heavy in this game is Archon. Archon. Yes. Uh, who is some sort of like a, yeah, he's, he's just kind of this menacing uh, figure who you encounter throughout uh, and ends up being sort of like the the antagonist. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you know, whatever. It, did, I, you, did you? Kind of we, generic. Can we spoil the, the twist about what the Ket are? Yes. The Ket are aliens who have been like pumped full of that juice and then they're like turned into Ket. Like the, they're the Borg. Right. Right. Did, I can tell by the experience in this room that it's... <laughs> Hold on. Wait. I'm not is, sure that the, is that wrong? They're transformed versions of those people, those aliens that live on like the Avatar planet. That's right. right they're right. the... Yes. They're, what, they're a different... Oh, they're like, like a they friendly assimilated. Alien. What's... Why are you nodding? Apodaca's like saying. nodding like I'm saying something wrong. No, I, I mean, I was nodding with you, but then I was also... I was nodding with Devin about something on the computer. Oh. <laughs> Are you guys like sending each other gifts? No, it was something on the computer. Something that'll pop up on the computer. It's it's. Don't worry about. It. This is not even going to be in it. Yeah, this is in the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're they're fr- they're like an, a nice alien, and then they pump them full of juice, and then and they become, become a bad monsters, alien. Yeah. yeah, and that's a big twist. 
Right? Yeah, I guess. But like, I didn't care about those aliens before they got turned into <laughs> it anyway. So I was like, okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> cool. Am I wrong? No, I think you're right. Also, I just, like, so I, many times you meet a new alien species and everyone's like, uh-huh, hi, how's it going? Yeah. Right. No one cares. Wait, guys, Kumail Nanjiani is in this, is, is in this game. That's right. We he haven't is. talked about that oh, at all. Oh, yeah. He he's, runs the Nexus. He's an Earwolf family friend. That's right. Right? Yeah. Right? It's fun in this game. Yeah, he's fun. I like his performance. Uh-huh. The end. <laughs> I mean, he had personality. It's the one glimmer of personality. Yeah. Right. Only Clancy Brown. And f- and for a character that, that's given a lot of exposition duty. Yeah. Because he kind of just, like, explains a lot of stuff that's going on in the Nexus. It's it's uh, it's nice to have him in there. Did you guys he's- listen to every dialogue? Did you listen, like, or were you skipping? Wait, is there a way to skip? Yeah, you hold down square. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh! <laughs> oh no! I I listened to everything. I didn't know there was a way. To I couldn't. Skip. The first time I did watch everything, and I did every side quest. Oh my god! Time. Wow! A completionist. How much? What was your playtime? Uh, I think it's like seventy hours. Yeah, so it's a meaty wow. game. And also, nothing happens. <laughs> I did it. I don't know. I, this time, I was like, I was just skipping through everything, ignoring all the side missions. Right. Because I remember it doesn't have any impact in the game. All the guns and weapons are everything's pretty lateral. Nothing like gets cooler. You, you don't get really ice powers. You do get ice powers. You got yeah. ice powers. <laughs> but shock I think you powers? could do that without doing any of those side missions. Oh, really? Like yeah. it's pretty generous with the leveling up. Yeah, I guess so. And also, it's one of those games that tells you, like, explore this area for the Switch. And then an icon pops up. Here's the Switch. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I wonder where it is. The first real puzzle that I, I feel like was in the Because, yeah, it's like, oh, we got to find this glyph. And then you're like, hold down the oh. X button and you can see where the glyph is. And yeah. you follow a trail to it. And then this it. ancient alien race has you do Sudoku. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first real puzzle. They'll never be able to crack this. <laughs> yeah, well, there's a Four in that corner, yeah. so I gotta do a three here. I mean, these are like these aliens are the remnant; they're the leftovers. <laughs> sure, yeah. there's probably smarter aliens somewhere else. <laughs> well, speaking of numbers, it's time for our review crew. So we'll each say something positive about Mass Effect Andromeda and give this game a numerical decimal rating. Wait, I have like three more complaints. <laughs> you can make your, make your complaints in the review crew. All right, great. We, we each get our time to say our piece. Cool. I will go quickly. With some of these games, you kind of, you know, we're not going to finish all of these games. I, I, I wish we could. I wish we had the time to. Like I said, I wish I, I probably should quit my job. But uh, the, <laughs> but there's some of these where you dip your toe in the water and you're like, oh my god, this is diarrhea. This is I got this game's this is awful. <laughs> Mass Effect Andromeda is not that. Like you dip your toe in the water and you're like, oh, this is kind of uh, maybe it's a little this water's a little tepid or something like that. But you know, but you still feel like it's swimmable. I could have spent some and, and and I feel like I wish I could have as I get lost in this metaphor that's not landing. I <laughs> I wish I could I wish I could have spent some more time in this game to really give it a proper assessment because it does start to. Pick up. It feel, it's very, very boring early on, and then it does start to pick up when you start to get into more of the the planetary exploration and terraforming elements. Uh, I will say my positive thing. I will say is that this made me want to play more of the Mass Effect franchise. Oh, I am going to give this a one divided by zero, undefined. Because I don't think I've played enough. Uh, Heather Ann Campbell. Wow, Nick, you were really hard on yourself there, and I think I think it was a good review though. 
I think you did a good job. The diarrhea thing worked? Yeah, it worked okay. <laughs> uh, so I wanted to say, um, okay, at one point I was driving the car and I pressed the wrong button and ejected all the way back into space. Yeah. <laughs> that really pissed me off because it took so long to figure out how to get back on the planet and then where my car was because there's nothing that says like, here's how fast travel works. So I just right. walked back to my car and it took so long. Okay, so there's that. Um, <laughs> the other thing is that I think it's ridiculous that all the aliens have guns, mm. like that they would have, that they would like, that evolution would take a path all the way to handguns that would fit into a human being's hand also. <laughs> right. That's ridiculous. I think that they should look more like whatever those aliens' genitals look like. <laughs> okay. Um, well, they're and- shooting me with three eggs. <laughs> <laughs> and I love this. <laughs> yeah, it's two, it's two different weapons. The first one is a pass with eggs. And then the second one is the thing that explodes them. And then you jack off. <laughs> uh, but um, here's my positive. Is that there, the... Part where you fly, and apparently in the in in later versions you can like skip it, like after the patch. But the part where you fly to the planet, and there's just like cool music, and it's really beautiful. I was like, I would love a piece of software that is just an interactive software where I can like sort of navigate the cosmos. Like, there's a game called, I think, Everything, where you can, like, get bigger and bigger and bigger oh, yeah. until you're, like, galaxies. Mm-hmm. I would like that to look like Mass Effect Andromeda and just be that. And then after I stopped moving the controller long enough, it would turn the system off because it would mean that I'd gone to sleep. Mm. <laughs> that would be that'd be my ideal dream, like, my, my version of the Calm app. <laughs> so I really like that part. And apparently later in the patch, you can skip it. A lot of the interstellar stuff you can see. Yeah, that's through. ridiculous. <laughs> uh, but I, being that once I started clearing the planets, I felt a lot of like satisfaction from the numbers going up. Sure. The combat was kind of crunchy. Yeah. Uh, I, I really like the way you jump in this game. That's a good jump. And that mm-hmm. like air dash, like Morgan mm-hmm. in um, Darkstalkers, that's a good air dash. So I'm going to give it a solid five. Five, not a bad. Five. Middling. Right Middle, in the middle of the, or the Really not a hateful game. No. No, yeah. Not hateful. Yeah. Um, Matt, go ahead. Uh, so yeah, I mean, like like everybody here, I didn't get as far into the game. I didn't finish this game. Uh, but like playing it in the beginning, as we all sort of touched on, is a very dull experience. And Mark bringing up Red Dead Redemption is an excellent point because like Red Dead Redemption also starts slow. But... It's it plays so much better, like it's so much more exciting because because <laughs> when Red Dead gets cooking, oh my yes. god, it's incredible. But this game, I was sort of just like, okay, like every every time like something better happened, I was like, I don't know if this is laterally better. I it's the next part of it certainly, but I don't necessarily love. Uh, and I didn't love how sleek everything looked. Red Dead doesn't have the same uncanny valley thing that sure. this one has. Yeah. Whereas like that one is very like it was just kind of shocking to me. I was like, oh, I don't know. I hate I hate looking at this. But Heather did take the main thing that I liked, which was the jump. The jump is good. It's a good jump. It is a good jump. It makes right. a good sound. Yes. I love that. And then until I started to see that all the creatures did look 
very similar. I thought the first time I saw the creatures was very exciting to me. Right. Like, uh, and then I was like, oh, these this is just it. Right. <laughs> these are just what they all look yeah. like. But overall, I would say it's it's playable. You can play it. <laughs> it works. It's probably like a solid four, like four or five. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 4.5. Again, a totally yeah. fine score. Uh, Matt, by the way, I'm surprised by your endorsement of Red Dead over this game, over Mass Effect Andromeda, because mm-hmm. you are famous for having said that space is better than old. That's true. I have said... <laughs> wow. So I said space is better than old and ocean is better than space. Yes. Uh, there is uh, water that you can get into in Red Dead Redemption. Got it. But also, I think cowboys are cool. Okay, cowboy better than space, maybe? I think cowboy better than space, but wow. old, not as good as space. You know the way How do you feel s- about Cowboy Bebop? <laughs> mm, I haven't seen it yet. It's in my queue. Oh, you should watch it. It's so good. Yeah. I'll watch it. You should. We should compare... like. I know you don't have the sounds right now, so we'll edit out this part, but we should compare the sound of the jump in Red Dead and the jump in Mass Effect. Mm. And I think the better sounding jump means it's a better game. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm going to go home and crack my Red Dead Redemption in half. (laughs) (laughs) I think he just goes like, ugh. He's in his 40s. (laughs) (laughs) Or it's like a horse whinny. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, all right, Mark Rennie, uh, something positive and your score. Something positive. I do. I was going to say the crunchiness of the combat is very exciting. The combat is pretty good. It's and not bad. That jetpack is great. The first time you go into like the alien temple and turn on the oxygen diffuser, the Sensi machine, uh-huh, uh-huh. that is generally like the first time you do it is cool. Little do you know you're going to be doing the exact yeah. same thing <laughs> seven more times. So that stuff was cool. And obviously there's tons of man hours and the poor people who labored over this thing. But to me, they reminded me a lot of a Men in Black International and in that it's mm. just something you experience passively. It goes right through your brain mm. while you're experiencing it. There's literally nothing distinctive or unique about it, but it's not poorly done. Clearly, a lot of care and effort was put into this, but for what reason for what effect you're not saying anything or doing anything new i'll tell you what the effect was it was a mass effect oh wow church wow that's the end of our episode guys (laughs) we've got another segment (laughs) so i think i give it a three like it's not bad but it is like a numbing it feels like something you'll give to someone in a rest home yeah Here's like a task to do. Here's like, <laughs> well, and if you slip away during it, fine. Right. Oh my God. We're totally, when we're in retirement homes, they're going to give us like old game machines, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. Open world, really long ones. Yeah. Ah, oh, that'll be satisfying. <laughs> I'm into that. The equivalent of bingo for the for the greatest generation. Yeah, we're gonna Gen X and millennials are gonna have old fucking you open could world games to play. Finish Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> Forget my grandkids. <laughs> what was the score that you gave? I think a three. A I'll three. say a three. Okay. Wow. Okay. These are yeah, these are decent scores by our standards. Yeah. Out of a million. Out of a million. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Maybe we're wrong. Okay. Maybe we're wrong. Thank you, Heather. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did I interrupt? Were you gonna say more than that? No, I was just gonna say maybe we're wrong. Maybe we're wrong. We I we I thought we do say when we say maybe we're wrong, I thought we echo each other. Do maybe we're wrong. Maybe we're wrong. Maybe we're wrong. <laughs> we should add reverb. <laughs> <laughs> These are reviews from other people that perhaps have different takes. Uh, This is from Briggsy. This is a user review on Metacritic. After having put 80 hours into the game to finish the main storyline, I can safely say the gameplay itself is great, and almost everything about the game is amazing, 
with the exception of the developers deliberately making females as ugly as possible. <laughs> Video games are about fantasy, to live vicariously through a character that is better, stronger, faster, smarter, and even better looking than you are. Why this decision was made to make female writer look like a human Shrek is unknown, but it's like cutting off one's nose to spit, one, to spit one's face. Hopefully some clever modders will fix what was deliberately broken. Because of this decision in narrative and dialogue-based RPG, MEA deserves nothing more than 7 or 8 out of 10, but I was writing the game based on everything besides dialogue, animation, scripting, and ogre females Andromeda would be a solid 9 out of 10 or even 10 out of 10 as it stands a female characters a throwback to Elder Scrolls Oblivion he gives it an 8 wow yeah wow um I, I mean, like, I can't top that, but I'll go after it. <laughs> uh, this is from GameStop's forums. Uh, this uh, user Terminator2017, who's posted only seven times. <laughs> um, I played all the Mass Effects, and this game is another Mass Effect. No more, no less, it is Mass Effect. To all the nerds who care about graphic bugs and voice acting, just stop already. It's not a bad, bad game at all. It's the exact opposite of a bad game. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> I've been playing about 12 hours, and I knew coming in, in there was going to be a lot of dialogue and adventuring, but guess what? It's an action RPG. The gameplay and nostalgia of playing a Mass Effect game takes over everything. Oh no, so there's a few glitchy graphics here and there, Boo fucking who? Cry me a river, Justin. <laughs> wow, going hard after Justin there. What did Justin do? Is that supposed to be like a Justin Timberlake reference? I think so. Justin Timberlake has oh. a song called Cry Me a River. Oh, I but thought that, he was notoriously not a fan of this game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 he wrote a whole album about it. Oh, no. Uh, after his breakup with the Mass Effect franchise. <laughs> um, this one from The Man's 9987 on Metacritic. This game is a perfect example of the millennial dilemma of modern tunnel vision of zombie-like internet followers and trolls. The game is absolutely amazing, and the animations are not game immersion breaking. Are the animations at the precision they used to be? Obviously not. But that does not make a, a bad game. Think of it like being a lady with nice boobs. And then you get a lady with small boobs, but a nicer butt. Mass Effect Andromeda may not have all the features of previous love, but still packs a nice punch. Free your mind and witness the beauty of this amazing game. 10 out of 10. Oh my God. Nick, did you search Mass Effect plus girls or Mass Effect plus boobs? I think these these two reviews on Metacritic and the user reviews were back to back. They both just had similar ground. I was like, all right, there's a theme here. And that was maybe we're wrong. It's now time for the question block. Tyra Mail. Oh, Thank you, Matt. No. Wow. <laughs> 50 minute later callback. He remembered. I love it. <laughs> He's been sweating. <laughs> Don't forget it. Don't forget it. That was all my nodding. That was Devin holding up a sign being like, Tyra remember? Really? Rem no, I'm just kidding. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, okay. So this one is from um, at Bookum Dan underscore zero. For me, Mass Effect Andromeda falls into the deeply flawed but still very enjoyable category. What are some games you enjoyed despite them being clearly bad? Ooh, this is a very good question. I am going to say it is a it is a collectathon that is way bloated and honestly long stretches of it are not fun. There 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 are a good number of non-puzzles in the sense that like you just have to switch a character to activate a switch and then that's it. There's not like, there's no challenge to it. The game I'm talking about is Donkey Kong 64, oh, wow. which is kind of a I like the Donkey Kong franchise, but Donkey Kong, uh, I, I, I really enjoy it overall, all the, all in all its different forms. And 
the Banjo Kazooie games are clearly better. Donkey Kong 64 Rare's effort to try to translate that the franchise is like it's not great, but I kind of like it. And it's what gave us the Donkey Kong rap. And who hates the Donkey true. Kong hey, rap? Not me. Hey, his coconut gun can fire in spurts. If he shoots you, it's going to hurt. <laughs> Where we live without that verse. Hmm, you know what, actually? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> this is the first I've heard of it, and I've been fine. <laughs> uh, do you guys have any games, any flawed games that, that you defend? The first one that came to mind was the original 1942. We would oh, play sure. that endlessly, and it, and you play it forever and ever and ever. And then at the end, it just says congratulations right and that's it and we would still play it again i can't remember i'd, I'd love to to dig in on the 1940x franchise because they made so many of them and i don't know in what sequence they released like there's a 1941 and i don't know if that came first oh, or right? it was a prequel there's there's so many of them um uh, i got i gotta dig into it heather matt anything come to mind um i think it was an xbox 360 game uh but it might have been ps3 i'm not sure or it was, certainly wasn't PS2. There's a game called Eternal Sonata, which is a medium, medium level like RPG. Nobody really thinks oh, about yeah, it. Oh, yeah, I know. I know Eternal Sonata. But you play as uh, um, Frederick Chopin's dead alter ego in another dimension. Okay. And it's kind of got some good music. And it's, I don't, it really stuck. It's like one of those games where like I finished it and I was like, oh, all right. And then, like, maybe six months later, I was like, huh, I'm still thinking about that right. game. And then, like, six <laughs> months after that, all the way till now, I'm like, should I go back and play Eternal Sonata again? So I'd, I'd say that one. And then if people hate Final Fantasy 15, I fucking love it. So <laughs> so that one, because I, I, I platinum that game. I can't. Every recipe. So good. I'm having a hard time thinking of one only because I certainly probably did play a lot of bad games. I know I played a lot of movie tie-in video games when I was like a young kid, and those games aren't classically good. Mm -hmm. uh, but like when I got older and started buying games myself, I like made sure I I like paid attention to reviews because I was like, ah, this is like gonna be the game that I buy for like the next few months. So, like it has to be right. a really good one. So I was very discerning with like reading reviews and stuff. But I remember. The like one of the movie tie in ones, the Batman Begins game, I remember being very, very fun. Oh. Uh, but it's nothing compared to the new Batman games. The Arkham oh, games course, are yeah. so good. But like that was the first game that I played where I was like, oh, this is like this is a good Batman game because you get to do Batman stuff. Yes. But now I'm sure if I looked back, it was probably like a three out of ten or something. Like, <laughs> but I was like, hey, this is cool. He has like he's doing he's hiding. He's doing stealth stuff. Uh, Pretty cool. I My, thought of a relevant one. I'm sorry, yes, I please. cut you off. No, um, it's an but it's an app, a mobile app game called Homescapes, mm. where it's literally a match three like Candy yes. Crush style game, and then you collect stars to then you could get like a new rug. And like, but it is like, I got up to level like 300 and something, and I had only done the first floor still. <laughs> and it was just one of those games where like, I'm not even enjoying it while I'm playing it. It's yes. just that <laughs> addict cycle. Yeah. So that is like one, I know this is like not just bad, but bad for me. Right. And yet I'm compelled to do it while I watch Real Housewives. <laughs> uh, so I have one right here. This is from at Witchman Cody on Twitter. Do you guys ever start playing role-playing adventure games and find yourselves not finishing them solely because you've become fatigued by the sheer number of things available to do and you become paralyzed by the choices? Yes, analysis paralysis mm -hmm. happens a lot. I've, yeah. I've had that, I even have that happen with 
deciding how to like fucking customize my character. Like if there's like, you know, if there's, if there's skill trees or, uh, you know, there's a a possibility where I could change classes. I'm just like, ah, what do I do? Like, there's just too many options and Mm -hmm. I don't know what to do. I've been hung up. The, the speaking of bio, you know because this is a Bioware game Bioware's Baldur's Gate I feel like I spent so much time just like creating characters in Baldur's Gate 1 and 2 just like just like trying to figure out like what character I wanted to play I, I felt like I was I was stuck at that screen for, for so long before I jumped in the actual game I'm stuck in the middle of Red Dead 2 right mm-hmm. it's been a few months because I'm on a mission where I have to go get a prisoner for a scientist who wants to test out an electric chair and I just have no <laughs> passion for yeah. that. I, was like, can I, I think I might turn around and kill the scientist right. so that his invention can never come to pass. Or, or like it's like in, in uh, you know, the recent Spider-Man game for PS4 where there's like oh, there's quests where it's like, like, help these cops take out these drug dealers. It's oh, like, right? wait, I don't, don't yeah. want to do that. I'd rather capture those pigeons. Yeah. <laughs> now that was fun. I, uh, I think, so I've been playing... Mother 3 for I feel like a decade now like I've never finished it I'll put it I'll pick it up for like two months and I'll play it and I'll be like this time I'm gonna finish it and then I'll get somewhere and I'll be like oh distracted by another game that came out and I'll Mm. be like well I've always got Mother 3 in Mm -hmm. the background I don't know where how far into the game I am it's certainly more than 20 hours into the game and I will beat it hopefully before Christmas this year that's my goal Christmas this year I want to beat Mother 3 but like I haven't, I haven't beaten it yet. And then I, I like how you have to give yourself like little pockets to play a classic game because of this fucking <laughs> awful premise of this podcast. <laughs> oh. You dedicate so much of your gaming time just playing dog shit. <laughs> and then I gave up midway through Red Dead Redemption. I played two all the way through. Yeah, uh, but I midway through I was like. Fuck, there's just too much shit to do, man. When is this going to end? Yeah, like I I didn't feel any narrative momentum and then I was like, I'm done. Did you guys, have you guys ever given up on a game, like almost finished it and given up on the last boss? Final Fantasy VII. Wow. Wow. I got all the way to the end of Final Fantasy VII and I was too underleveled to physically beat Sephiroth. Right. There was no, and once you're in the save point on that final screen, I don't think you can backtrack. You can't go back and grind. I don't think so. Somebody's on comments. Have you tried pushing square? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, can you, what is square? Oh my God. (laughs) I've been using items to fight all of these monsters. Oh no. A lot of mechanics you need to learn. I got stuck in a cave in Skyrim. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, cause there's a boss who was too powerful with lightning, but then I got, I couldn't, I'm in, trapped in a cave and I have to go past him to escape anyway. Yeah. It's like, well, I'll never play this again. Right. Yeah. Because I was like 20 hours in. I was like, I can't start. All, I have to learn lock picking again. No way. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, a Ninja Gaiden 2, I got to the final boss and the final boss was just like fucking whoop me. And I played him a few times and I was just like, yeah, fuck. I, you know, I pretty much finished this yeah. game. And I just, <laughs> just YouTube away. the ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm so, I'm the, I also think I have a save that's like 200 hours on Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. Yeah. And I think I'm like right at the end and I'm just like, I can't play any more of this game. I feel brain dead. But I like that's one that if I went back to you because I was playing Mother 3. So I was like, what other games do I have for this old thing? And I put it in the cartridge and I was like, oh, I don't remember how to play this game. So now it's (laughs) just done. Uh, Matt, do you have any more questions? I do. I have one right here. And it is uh, this is from at Sammy Boy. Hi, Sammy Boy. Hi, Sammy Boy. What's up, Sammy Boy? Uh, What is the farthest a good series slash IP has fallen? 
Thought that was an interesting question. Oh mm. boy, what has really fallen off? A good game that is no longer good. Yeah. Sonic? Mm, Sonic kind of fell off. Yeah. I mean, like it, it kind of, I guess Sonic Mania came back. But Sonic the Mania mainland, is really good. The mainland, the mainline of mainland, the mainline Sonics uh, have not been great. Um, Could the Super Mario Brothers movie be like the nadir of that <laughs> franchise? <laughs> yeah, that's a series low for that's sure. You know low. what was one that was all, like? I mean, you, you know, we t- Sonic. You mentioned. I know people were disappointed by Kingdom Hearts three. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's definitely one. I, I will say that. It, the super the the super paper mario like 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 the the paper mario was was a, a really good rpg paper mario 64 uh, you know was or wait paper mario the original was on n64 and then the paper Mar- the gamecube one was pretty good and then after that they made like super paper mario uh they made a it, it, it's, it's, and super mario rpg on the S- snes was great like that game that series kind of like slowly after the 64-bit generation, it became a lot less interesting. So that's that's one that comes to mind. Oh, I've got one. Yes. Uh, Bond games. James Bond games. Oh, yes. Start at GoldenEye oh, yeah. and then immediately plummet into, I don't mm-hmm. even know what the most recent one was. Right. Quantum of Solace? Are they still making? They must still they be making them. They are still them. making them. The one that was Pierce Brosnan, Everything or Nothing was like really good. Really? Yeah, but it was like, um, uh, you know, third-person like adventure game. It was really, mm. it was really fun. Mm. I remember that, but also- Look, I was a kid. What did I know? Oh, boy. <laughs> and you get to the, go to the ocean in that game, right? You, you get look. to go to the ocean, and ocean is good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, if you have a question for us, hit us up at HDTGPod. Boy, the, the biggest difficulty level I deal with this, this podcast is trying to land our Twitter name. It I is po- difficult. I apologize every week. <laughs> There's two Ps in there. At HDTGPod. Mark Rennie. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank well, you so much. Thank you for having me. This was a dream. I love this show. Oh, thank, thank you for you. listening. Oh, and you. hey, you have a great podcast yourself, Two Old Queens. Thank People you. Excuse me. No, that's actually what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> no, <I don't> <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's right. I just me being canceled just flashed before my eyes. <laughs> it won't be for that. <laughs> uh, that's right. It's my friend John Flynn and I. We're just on the hunt for the gayest movie ever with a very Byzantine scoring system. You were on it. You did Mission Impossible Fallout. Not the gayest, but not the least gay either. That's true. So yeah, it's a lot of fun. Check it out. New episodes every Wednesday. Hilarious show. And do you you have anything else you'd like to plug? No. (laughs) 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 Looking for work. If you got any leads, hit me up on Twitter, Instagram. I I don't know. That's about it. Sure. And hey, that'll do it for this uh, week. This week's episode, Matt. It's time for you to tell us next week's game. All right. Uh, yeah, next week's game is the original text adventure, Zork. Uh, hey, Heather, should we get it back into the Tempest and zoom to another game? I've been inside your head this entire time. <laughs> I am the H A C A I system. Please tell me where you'd like to go. Home. Nick, you cannot go home. It was destroyed 600 years ago. Fuck. I found a clue left by your father. It says, fuck you, Nick. (laughs) 